You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. Hey, what's up, everyone? I'm Matt Migaki, the vocalist of Cryptopsy and the host of the Vox and Hops Metal Podcast, where I sit down with fellow metal musicians. We talk all about their lives and music while sharing killer craft beers. If you've ever wanted to sneak backstage and share a beer with one of your favorite musicians, well, Vox and Hops is the podcast for you. This week on the podcast, I dropped an amazing episode with Dom Grimal of The Last Felony, Ion Dissonance, and Cryptopsy. There is this episode and over 450 other ones to help you enjoy life, metal, and craft beer. So what are you waiting for? It's time to become a Vox and Hops head. Cheers! Welcome to Diablo's Den. The Corona Chronicles continue with episode number eight. I'm here with your host, the one, the only, Lord Isaac, Danny Diablo. That's me, y'all. What's up, What's up, Jay? How you doing, brother? Yo, how are you doing? We've had a little, a little break in between here. I know you've been busy, man. What's been happening? Dude, it's good to see you. Oh, Everybody's man, still alive. Corona, corona uh, virus. Corona, it's, it's, it's the George Floyd, rest in peace. Uh, Shout out. Coronavirus. It's like the world. Well, the world is, the, the United States is fucking crazy. Is uh, the world ending me? You know what? It's... <laughs> It's, I, I don't even know what to say because I I I, I go on the internet and and, 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 and you know I do I do my Instagram I don't really don't give a fuck about Facebook or right. this over here no, Twitter either, man. but the thing that really is crazy like everyone's acting crazy all these people you know this is a world that we can say what we want to say with it's a freedom of speech that's why and the people are like fuck you like listen he, freedom of speech you can say what you want to say you know what I mean. No, the certain words you can't say. Yep. And like, like, if you come up to me and call me a spit nigga, Jew fuck, I, I, and I know I can't hit you because if I hit you, these words are words. If I hit you, I'm in the wrong. Right. But I'm going to hit you if you say that. <laughs> Just saying the certain things. I'm yeah, no. Fuck, you shoot me. Uh, I belong to something that I will get bail money in two seconds and lawyer money. Yeah. a brotherhood, so I don't give a fuck. But people have to understand that if you say something in this world, you can say something. But uh, try saying to a cop in Brazil, go fuck yourself, bitch, motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, cop is going to shoot you in the fucking face. Do that in any Arab country, you get killed. You know? yep. It's like, this is America. It's cool. These, these cops are assholes. I understand. There are a whole bunch of fucking bad cops and racist cops. And it should be like, it should not, kids because of color should not be scared. You know, you're gonna get killed because we're, right. and this world has to change. This United States has to change. But you know, not all cops are bad, bro. You know what I mean? So don't, if you see a cop doing a job, don't be calling the cop an asshole or something. You know what I mean? Like it's like there's cops out there who are good and, and there's like good people and bad people. It's just crazy. You know what I mean? It's like I, I don't know what to do. You know, I, I Black Lives Matter. You know, yeah, I Black Lives Matter. All, I believe all this shit. Like like you know, some people you know, people are racist out there, but it's like. Like, yo, the be internet, smart about it. Well, and it's crazy, too, because, like, yo, the internet has made it more comfortable, right? For people to it, just... It's, it's, yeah, oh, yeah, it's, 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 so it's almost like, crazy. yo, it's funny, because, E, it's almost like people forget that at some point, everyone's going to run yes. into each other again. You know what I'm saying? Show... You know, you know it's, it's, I, I'm, I, 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 I live my life a certain way in a, a certain codes, and a, I got a different lifestyle. Than right, most no, me people, too. People, you know what I mean? So, <laughs> so I understand I'm a street kid, and I'm a street person, but uh, it's, 
I some of these people and some of these, my my girls my girl just went to a a, a vigil yesterday for the kid Elijah the kid for Colorado so, so like, sad. Killed, yeah poor so kid, sad, the poor kid the poor kid used to play violins viol for the cats and shit. yeah my so girl went yesterday girl, I want to tell you how good she was the night before I did a, I mean her to a whole bunch of acid and and she was like I got it she was crying I was like oh man you gotta go <laughs> and she went she went the next day she was like congratulations and I was like yo that's fucking cool and that like, is and cool. That little, that poor little boy died. So sad. And they shot him up with, they shot him with Special K. Special K, yeah. What the fuck is wrong? Yo, listen, it's a whole world. It's like, like when I see that, my my, my heart breaks. I mean, yeah, it's very very and, sad, man. It's it's like it's a really fucking crazy time. But you know what, man? At least, um, I hope that people can enjoy uh, and find some escape in our show. So I'm excited to give people an outlet for that. Uh, to, yes, to, I, 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 my my thing is, is this like. Like, like people destroying shit and all that. I was like, what the fuck? I don't know what to do? Like, it's like everyone has that. Listen, everyone, every politician, every fucking public figure <laughs> has a fucking bad side to them yep. that we don't know about. Right. Everyone has a, a dark secret. <laughs> like, if this guy did this, what this guy did? It's like, stop it. Yeah. Like, all right, like, what are we supposed to do? Like, Everybody's uh, become kind of like a tattletaler, like a tattle snitch like, kind of type oh, shit. To, you know what? You know what? I'm Jewish, right? I want Egypt to take down the fucking Sphinx and all the all the fucking pyramids. <laughs> the Jews were slaves when they did it, all right? Yeah. I, that, it's like, come on, take the money. Give me your money, everybody. Send me your money into me. I'm going to throw it away for you. <laughs> all those presidents had slaves, right? But it's like, it's like you know, the countries are... are, are are built upon war and taking over horrible stuff. Every country is built on horrible fucking blood and fucking disgusting stuff. It's for us to be better and to get past that. And I understand. It's like, all I know is like, I, you know, my, my mom's Puerto Rican and black. I mean, so, so it's like, I'm, I'm, I'm mixed. And, and you know, I, I fuck that racist shit, bro. But yeah, I understand. It's like, people are people. And I know the nature of the beast. You know what I mean? So I, 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 I stay away from. So if I, if I know go to that, that part of town and there'd be a whole bunch of rednecks, I'm staying away from them, bro. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, just, it's like, it's, 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 there's a certain knowledge. It's like, don't. Uh, I can't say my girl gets mad. I, I could dress the way I want to dress. I said, bitch, you go, go jog such a park at the fucking 10 o'clock and see what happens. <laughs> Where wearing your fucking little poom poom shorts. Yeah, I'm not saying. You know, I'm not. To, to, Saying, "Oh, you asked for it, but yo, chill the fuck out. Don't jog and fucking such a mark, right? It's like, it's like simple shit that I learned to live through life. And people say you shouldn't be like that, but it is like that, right? Yep. I get I get pulled over by cops. I'm like, why are they pull me over for? They're looking. <laughs> they want your I'm autograph. They're they're they're, 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 yeah, they're they're Danny. Yeah, they're Scarhead fans. No, oh, it's just it's so crazy. <laughs> but I wish I just want I want everyone to get get along. I want everyone. To understand that everyone should respect each other, you know, respect. You know, if, if you don't like the guy's job or whatever, just respect I'll, him. You mean like? I'll say like, this, man. Know? One one of the things I'm the most grateful about in the hardcore community and the scene, man, is how much exposure you get to people of all different kinds of every walk of life, man. Imagine the people you interact with on a, you know, you go to a show on a Sunday, you're hanging with like, uh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like it's crazy, and and that's the one thing I feel like has made me so empathetic towards everything. You know what I mean? Growing up and and seeing you know meeting everybody I, and touring I, the world and and yeah, just touring, you know, the, world. Just touring yeah. the world and seeing how 
shit ain't everything like what you see it is. You know what I mean? So it's no, like no, you no. Gotta... we have we have a yo, listen, we have a good bro United States. I I, I I'm looking at I look at the internet and sometimes there's these people like canceling people because they're so they, 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 they stop the bullshit, bro. Yo, no one's canceling me. I will fuck everyone up. <laughs> I will fuck yo, listen, you cancel me, I'll find shit on all you. You're in syndication for life, man. Fuck that. Yo, I, yeah. I would I would <laughs> destroy I I would have shit on everyone, bro. But I'm saying but I'm saying this, it's like you gotta like this, you know, live for your, 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 your family and your kids. Just make, we gotta make this world a better place for, for, for the, the future, the future yeah. generation. Totally. And, and 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 I make jokes and stuff like that, but you know, it life, life is precious. You mean? Yeah. And we have to understand that. It's much better to be cool with someone and hug someone than fucking fight someone and fight a war with someone. That's it, man. That's all. So, E, let's kick off the show. We wanted to give a quick so, shout-out, though, first. So, shout-out, yeah. Shout, I want to say rest in peace to Julia Guerra, Hoya from Mambo's mother. Yep. She passed away. Uh, Hoya came down with his, with his son, his dad, his brother to you know to Queens, where we grew up, Corona, Jackson Heights, Corona, Queens. We had uh, you know, the, the ceremony. And it, was, it was. I just want to say thank you for everyone coming down. Thank, uh, I love you, Hoya. Um, it's just I was in my own neighborhood walking around and just like we couldn't even like just remembering stay inside stay inside the fucking the thing because you know the COVID stuff so yep. but the world just crazy. I just saw Hoya and I just want to tell Hoya I love you and uh, yeah, Julia I, love you, Hoya. I miss you I love you I mean, so yep. that's it shout out to Dave everyone shout everyone out, came man. down thank you also happy birthday to FC awesome to happy birthday. FC. and also see this thing right here check this out so what's that? Is that that's a Godzilla toy? It's a, it's a, a leash. Someone made me out like uh, the, the just made made this thing, and uh, the guy sent it from from uh, for Godzilla. It's crazy. It's green and yellow. Yo, it's awesome. It's it looks a, like a snake almost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he said his, his name is uh, Ropes by Roots. That's the name of the company, Ropes by Root, and his name is uh, Joe. Joe. At, that's at dope. Shout out, Joe. Root. Shout out to Joe. Shout out to Joe. Know, for Canada. Shout out to shout out to uh, Calgary, Canada. Dope. And, that's dope. Shout out to AK Ray, uh, Cycle Dave from Northern Hit Squad. Right. Sick. Other, other crazy Canadians. So, E, what have you been even watching or listening to anything the past couple weeks? I mean, yo, the last episode yes. was fucking awesome. I just want to once again thank uh, our brother Tave for hooking up to Ben Weinman. Dylan's episode. We got we got so much great feedback. And that was that was a really good episode. Ben was a, a, a great guest and he shared a lot of good stories with us. So uh was Tommy was here yesterday, banged out. <laughs> <laughs> banged out. I love it, man. What have you <laughs> been what are you been listening to anything? Rock and watching? What do you, Yo, listen, you I've, I've been I've been watching uh Lily Hammer. <laughs> that was the guy from Sopranos. Was it the guy from Sopranos? Yes, yes. It's, it's Little Stevens. Yo, was it, is it good? Oh, fucking amazing! One of the best. Fuck yo, Jay. You smoke weed, me, my girl. <laughs> we he uh, he uh, yeah, monster goes goes to Brooklyn. At uh, least Brooklyn goes to Lily Hammer, Norway. It's the most craziest shit in the world. It's hilarious, but it's funny. It's it's, it's also a lot of violence. A lot of funny shit. It's very funny. So dark and dark. Yeah. That's dope. Yeah. Billy I mean, Hammer. What about mute? Anything you've been listening to? Anything or? 
you know what? You know what's crazy? I've been listening to a lot of Stitches. <laughs> you said that last time, too. <laughs> yeah. I did. I've been listening yeah. to Stitches. Uh, I've been listening to... Uh, what's the fuck? I mean, you've been busy. You've been banging out a lot of those canvases, right? Like crazy. Yeah, you... the canvases. I've been killing the canvases. But we. I did a photo shoot. Uh, yeah, I'm going to show... Weeks, uh, two weeks ago. But, uh, and my girl, Storm, Alexandra Rose, Storm... Took the photos. Yeah, they look sick. And she killed it. And so we sent it to the, we sent the photos to the, what's the guy called? Oh, no, to the the, the record company guy. He's a tattoo, Kevin from Devil Rats Records. He's a tattoo artist, also he's an artist. And and he's doing, uh, he he needed shots uh, as a reference. We were doing me, Joe Fado, and Big Leo as the good, the bad, the ugly. Oh, sick. That's awesome. The the poster (laughs) for the movie. So that's so fucking awesome. Joe Bezos, Clint Eastwood, uh, I'm the bad, and fucking Big Leo's the ugly. Yeah, so we, pre- <laughs> we premiered a song at the end of the episode last time. Yes, and people were. So, really we should do another one. We should do another one. All right, if you want to share it, so then guys, you heard it here. He, he wants to share yeah. another song with you. So we'll, uh, at the end of this episode, stay tuned. The uh, one, the one, I'm gonna, the, the one I'm gonna, I'm gonna share with you guys is a uh, is a dope song. Don't worry. We, we, don't All right, we will figure it out. I'm gonna, I'm gonna plug it in right here. Um, so yo, yeah, I, I was just, I watched this movie called Wasp Network on, uh, Netflix. You've heard of this? No. Tell me what's that so like, uh, you know, shout out to my Cuban people, right? Of course. So it's like a Cuban spies, Cuban spies, Cuban they in, infiltrate, uh, like exile groups in the nineties. Yo, that shit is dope. Yeah. Dude. So I recommend that, uh, you and Storm should watch this on Netflix new. Uh, oh, so hold on. It's, it's, happy birthday, Roger Moran. Oh yeah. Shout out, Roger. Today is his, today is his birthday. So the day that we're recording this is, is Roger's birthday, so shout out to that. Um, so, yo, you should check that movie out. Uh, you and Storm would really dig it. It's got, it's got my boy Stephen Bauer in it. Shout Stephen out my Bauer, dad. Manolo. Yeah. Manolo. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then I, I just want to shout out to my boy Jeff Eaton from Modern Life is War. Um, he's working on a new project. Uh, it's like a dub and bass thing that he let me hear a couple tracks. I'm going to share those with you offline. This shit is so fucking dope. Um, he's going to be coming over into New York uh, next month to do some recording and some video stuff. And you and I are going to do some stuff with him there. And it's, it's super sick. Yeah, and, and, and Modern Life is War has got a new single coming out next month. So I want to plug those. Um, and I just want to – I've been plugging um, my new zine. So I did this. Wait, wait, wait. What happened? I did a zine. That's only a strong victory. So, right? yo, check this out. So for those who don't know, my band Voice of Reason was on this comp. Uh, and – like I don't have enough things going on between the podcast and the labels and all sort of shit during quarantine. I, I did a zine on the comp oh. and I, in, I did new interviews with yours. Truly my I didn't, I interviewed myself in a way, but I got new interviews <laughs> with, uh, with buried alive, death threat hoods, inhuman in truth, kill your idols and built to last. Yo, I sent out 200 of these for free. So for the kids, um, dope, yo, check bro. it out. It was a full color, twelve page, professionally done. Whoa! Uh, I got a copy where can, for you. Where, 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 can, where can they get it? It's all gone. So basically, what I did was like uh, I did it where yo, you signed up. Um, I, yeah. I want to do one with you. Maybe issue two, we do an yeah. exact scene, you know. Um, but basically, man, it was just my way to give back to the scene, you know, dude. Uh, it was a cool way. I wanted to do something cool, so I printed up two hundred of those. Sent them out to everybody for free, and I, man, the response has been dope. So I've just been doing that, and uh, you know, making the most uh, pro- like uh, the the most of the time 
of just being home and, and creative and fuck, trying to get shit done, man. So I got a copy for you. I got to send you that. Um, you so yo, we got a good show for you today. It's, yes. Um, we got two two guests from Total Opposites, but it's going to be really it's cool. Total Opposites, scenes and everything, right? Yeah, so the first one is new, a new school rapper. Why don't you tell us a little bit about that while we bring him in? Well, check this out. I basically uh, me, I, I became friends with DJ Clay you know, from the Juggalo scene from Detroit, who the, who, who worked with ICP, was their DJ, worked with a whole bunch of people. He yeah, has we a label had DJ now. Clay. We had DJ on Clay, Clay, a couple great, you know, episodes back. A great, great, great guy. A dope beat maker, dope producer. Basically, he has an artist from his label. His name, his name is Jason the, the Sing God. God. Yep. So we're going to have the Jason. Dude, the kid is dope, so let's, let's get him on. Yep, let's get him on right now. <laughs> and we're back with Corona Chronicles Episode 8. We have our first guest of the night. Everybody welcome Jason, the Sin God. Yeah. What's up, what Jason? Up, What's hanging, man? How's it going? Shit's going good, man. Everything's good. I hope all's well with you guys. Man, we, we're doing good, man. Where are you uh, during this whole quarantine shit? Where are you set up at right now? Where are you holding it down? Shit, I'm in southwest Detroit right now. Awesome. Oh, cool. Are you from Alabama? Yeah, I grew up there. I was actually born in Elmhurst. I grew up in a, a trailer park right outside Chicago called Marrows Park. Or I didn't grow up there, but I was there for my first 10 years of my life. And then I ended up moving to Alabama basically as punishment because I was getting in hella trouble in school. My mom was like, She's like, you get kicked out of this last motherfucking school in the district, you're going down south with your grandma. I thought it was jokes, but she sent my motherfucking ass down there quick. How's Alabama? How, how's Alabama? It was definitely punishment, I'll tell you that. <laughs> so, so, Jace, so J- Jason, tell us, that's an interesting path, man. So you end up in Alabama. How do you end up from that into rapping? Tell us that little just, connection right yes. there because that's a kind of, it seems like a, you already um, had a little path going there with just being in trouble in school and shit. I always feel like uh, me and E talked All, already, a lot about Already this. on the wrong path. Yeah, already on the wrong <laughs> path, headed towards music, as me and Ezek would say. Man, bro, I was like the only white kid basically everywhere I went, and I basically got picked on a little bit, so I just had to learn how to defend myself, and once I realized that when you wild the fuck out, people either kind of chill the fuck out and are scared of you, or they respect you, and once I learned that, even at a young age, I was just going hard as fuck, like, I didn't, you couldn't tell me shit after that, you know what I'm saying, like, I was... I went from being being uh, nervous and stressed out about the confrontations that I had to face daily to being like, fuck this shit. I'll have a conflict with anybody. The police, the teacher, everybody can suck my dick. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, set and it off. The, the, way I got, the, the way I got so involved with hip-hop is because my dad was a DJ, and I always thought it was cool oh, as cool. shit how he That's had dope. like hella fucking hip-hop records and tapes and shit. And uh, when my mom and him split, and I ended up going to Alabama. I ended up with some of his shit, and I was already into it anyways before I went to Alabama, and I was already writing, like, little rhymes and shit. I just thought that shit was cool as fuck, man, that my dad did the hip-hop thing. And when I went to Bama, there wasn't anything else to do, and nobody was interested in what I was interested in. And I was just, like, trying to figure that shit out, man. I just got better and better and better with it. You know, they say it takes 10,000 hours of anything to become a master, so yep. I think I definitely mastered it. That's sick, nope. man. So, nope, yo, how did nope. you? So, so Jason, you're actually too. For those that don't know, uh, a couple episodes back, we had DJ Clay on, who uh, you're on his label. Yeah, right. 
How did you and Clay connect? Tell us that. How did that come together, you being out there um, and connecting with Clay? So in uh, 20, late 2017, I decided, you know, I've done basically everything I can do in Alabama um, when it comes to trying to be a rapper or start a career. Yeah. And I made some connections on the Internet, moved to Oakland, California, and oh, I sure. lived out there for a year. I left Oakland, and by the time I left, after spending that one fucking year out there, I had hella fans and shit. So I was like, I don't really know where I'm going to go, but I was trying to go somewhere else. I was thinking about going back down south and fucking around in some of the bigger cities down south, like Atlanta and shit, because I never thought about that at all. I was just like, fuck all this bullshit. I'm trying to go to California. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. So yeah, I went all the way out there before I started thinking, like, damn, there's a bunch of other cities I could have hit up and seen if I could make friends out there, you know? So... Uh, I left. I was headed back towards down south. I linked up with a fan. Shout out to Gary Henry, man. Big fucking supporter. Fucking been down for life. Always will be. Shout out to Gary Henry in Michigan. Shout out Linked Gary. up with him in Michigan. I was staying at his crib, and I was looking for a studio to record at, and me and Clay had a mutual friend, and he was like, yo, I, I know a studio you can record at. My homie DJ Clay. And I was like, this is it right here. This is yeah, what I've Clay been is sick. doing all this crap shit for, bro. I've been trying to fucking make friends with somebody <laughs> and I bet it's gonna be it, it man. I bet it's gonna be it. Cause I, I was a juggalo my whole fucking basically teen years. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. And I wasn't like repping it as hard once I became focused on my own career, you know what I'm saying? Because of yeah, course yeah. I wanna represent my own company and shit and not be a fan, but I fucking I, I was like, this is it. This is definitely it. If I'm gonna make friends with anybody, it'd definitely be DJ Clay, you know, and yeah. it just yeah, fucking worked out perfect, yeah. man. He believe he believes in you, bro. He say he's all all he does is like tell how good you are and fucking I I've been I've been watching your videos. This shit is dope, bro. You should you're, you're dope. You're like a, yeah, I, I going, appreciate it hard, from man. you, dog, because you're you're a real fucking hip hop staple for real, bro. Straight out of the fucking East Coast, dog. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Well, it's like yo, keep keep doing it. Don't let anyone tell you nothing nothing else. Keep going forward, bro. That's all you have to do, man. Keep going. Yeah. It's like if they if they if, if people aren't opening doors, kick the fucking door down. That's how you sort of do it, bro. And that's <laughs> exactly what I do, dog. Like I like you said, I was I was doing it when nobody was telling me that shit. And now that I got DJ Clay and Danny Diablo telling me, bro, ain't shit about it. Uh so Jason, you, you got a couple different so singles out, man. Uh one of the ones that we heard was one called Different Things. Tell me a little bit about that track. Shit, I just fucking that was, that was one of them ones where I basically just heard the beat. I just felt like writing, so I started shopping for beats, and I found the beat, and I just fucking the words just came to me and shit. And I just, as far as my content, I guess I just try to keep it a buck on every single song. Really, like it just comes out when it needs to come out, and I just fucking I just see so much whack ass, weak ass bullshit going on in the game, and like all these people that claim these positions that they ain't in, and I just feel like I'm in a position to uh to speak on it all the time and call it out because I'm really doing this shit for real, all of it. I'm really living this art life, you know what I'm saying? State yeah. to state in my van with it, fucking slapping my stickers everywhere, fucking paint shit up, fucking getting my music out there, doing all that shit, and there's a yeah. whole lot of people because of the internet that they're on a different thing than me, man. A lot of people think that they're doing this shit. They ain't, bro. I'm the one and only true one, bro. And every fucking time I come on a, on a track, I almost bring that kind of energy. Good, that's how it's supposed man. to, man. 
Keep doing that, bro. Keep doing that shit. Dude, speaking of energy, you actually have a song called Energy, right? My energy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Hell yeah. Tell us a little, tell us a little about that track too, man. Energy. Yeah, yeah. That one right there, bro. The beat was real, like, crazy as fuck. Had this weird-ass piano. And I just, like, I don't know. I just heard this shit in my head, like, energy. And I just fucking started writing that shit like crazy. I was just talking about, like, that's how I felt at the time, too. Like, I, lately especially, it's something that always goes on. You know, it'll, it'll happen forever, I'm sure. But lately... I've just realized how important energy is, you know, the 40, yeah, yeah. the 40, what is it? The 43rd, the 43rd, the 43 code, the 43rd code of 43. The code is protect your energy. That's the last one. And lately I've just been learning and uh, trying to get better and more strategic about cutting people off, keeping people on and doing the things I'm going to do that are that I need to do to attract the new people towards me. And it's all about my energy. It all starts with me. That's what I realized. All the shitty people that was in my life that wasn't support me, that was my fucking fault. You know what I'm saying? So I yeah. just had to level up my energy and keep it pure. Yeah, that's a live good attitude live to have, Live and learn. Live and learn. Yeah, that's a, that's a super good attitude to have. So, Jason, uh, another question uh, quick, too. When you're writing, do you like do you write ahead of time or do you wait for the beat to come and then let – kind of write to the beat or do you like to write ahead of time or what's your style for for something like that how do you approach a song i do all kind of different shit really i got all kind of different methods but it basically just all came together based off of what i had access to like before i was with dj clay i was just buying beats from whatever fucking youtube producer or instagram producer that i could afford you know what i'm saying yeah. and then uh before that, I was just stealing everybody's fucking beats, you know? I was yeah. just fucking grabbing them bitches and fucking rapping on them and putting them out anyways and still selling them and making money. Fuck it, this is hip-hop. Do we want to, you know? So, but nowadays, now that I'm with Clay and I really have that real fucking studio team fucking vibe going on, yeah. I'll oftentimes just... Because all day long, I got bars hitting my head. And no matter what I'm doing, I write them down and I finish them later. So now it's more or less like, I'll, I'll hit the studio, it'll be studio time, and I'll be like, yo, Clay, I got this really awesome idea, I've only got two or three bars, this is how it goes, and then he'll build the beat, and then while he's, he, while he's making, I'll write the song while he's making the beat, and I'll have two verses and a hook done before he's even done with the fucking, half the fucking <laughs> setup for the beat. Jason, what's your top five MCs? Oh, there you go. Top five MCs, I can tell you the ones I grew up listening to the most, Definitely fucking, I listen to a lot of Tupac, I listen to a whole bunch of 50 Cent, I listen to a lot of ICP, I listen to a bunch of Eminem, I listen to a shitload of Bone Thugs and Harmony. I don't know how many that is, but that's, that's five, five, definitely... Five, 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 five right there. Bone, you know, Bone Thugs and Harmony, uh, like, when, when I was younger, they, 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 they should get more respect. Yeah, they I were agree. so dope. Easy e put them out, you know, in the Ruthless Records, it's fucking like, yo, Bone Thugs and Harmony was so dope, bro. Right? Bro, it's crazy how they got on, too. All they did was fucking get in their car and drive to L.A. and rent a hotel room and blow Easy es phone up until the motherfucker answered, and then they rap for him on the phone, and he signed their ass, bro. That's, that's, like, crazy. that's crazy, bro. That that's don't never crazy. happen. That's just crazy, bro. <laughs> that's like the old school stories that you hear about that like it just can never be replicated nowadays. You know what I mean? <laughs> Man, yeah, and, and a lot of people, they, they don't. With the internet, they're spoiled, and 
it's kind of like they're spoiled, but they're also kind of cursed because they don't realize that the internet is a fucking tool. You still have to fucking get in your car, bro, and go state to state and let people feel yeah. you and fucking shake yeah, your head. Right. Right. Or you ain't you on you shit. Have, when you meet you someone, have as personal. You want. Yeah, you, you have still- as many views. On the internet, if you ain't really out here in the streets, bro, you ain't really doing this shit. Well, and and if you've watched anybody who's watched the show, has always heard me and Isaac say that since episode number one. That no matter what, nothing is going to replace going out and touring, live shows, yeah. mixing it up with the people in talking to people. Yeah, talking like to people, things. getting to know people, exposing yourself to like other scenes, other cultures, getting to know like the next town. You know, like just dude, I don't give a shit how many followers, whatever you got. If you're not hitting the streets, like you said, man, it's it doesn't yeah. matter. It doesn't translate. Yeah, 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 yeah. Pay the dues. Yeah, go in there, but or, you know, shoulder to shoulder. Yep. Go right in there. Play some you shows mean? and shit. So, Jason, before we let you go, man, where can everybody uh, find you online? Give us a plug on your Instagram and music wise and all that shit. What you got coming out? Everything, everything like that. So, if you want to follow me on social media, my handle is the same on all platforms. It's at PPL Hate Jason. People hate right. Jason. I got a YouTube channel called Sin God TV. Yo. I'm about to launch a brand new vlog series where we'll drop a brand new episode every week. Um, You'll have I'm to have me and Ezek on. Thing. You have to have me and Ezek on your show. Fuck yeah, <laughs> dog! You fucking pull up out there, bro. Fuck it's called yeah. Living with Sin. I have a bunch of episodes, but I'm gonna make them even more better. I was basically just learning how to vlog, as far as I, how I kind of see it. You know what I'm saying with my old shit, so I took it all down. Yeah. And I'm gonna, I'm about to fucking come back hard as fuck with all this new fucking shit that I learned and apply the fuck out of it. <laughs> Dope, man. I got a, uh, I got a brand new music video coming out for that single you're talking about. Different things. The energy Ooh. music video is out now. Uh, the process three. Clay told you guys about it on the last episode. Yep. It's my most recent tape I got out. We remixed all the fucking dope Billboard hits from 2019, and I'm trying to get as many downloads on that motherfucker as I can because I just found out that they'll send you a plaque in the mail if you get enough downloads. So that'd be cool as fuck. So everybody watch it. Go download that motherfucker, man. It's free. It takes two seconds, and I'm totally trying to fucking get that gold award, man. I need 100,000 downloads, <laughs> I'm going to keep asking motherfuckers till I get that motherfucking award, bro. Watch. Fuck, man. Well, listen, I hope we can help you get that, man, because you deserve it, dude. So, yo, yep, Jason, yep, thanks brother. again for coming on, man. Uh, everybody, uh, you know, like, uh, check Jason out online. Check out his stuff. And go back if you didn't listen to the DJ Clay episode. Uh, you know, go back and check that out so you can kind of see where it's coming together and bringing everybody together. So, yo, Jason, thank you so much for joining Jason, us. Jason, no, bro. Thank you so much, brother. Thank you so yep, much for coming for out. Show, for show, for show. Arm robbery, DMS, and militia. It's the connection. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Jason. We'll Thank talk you to you soon, man. Peace. Peace out. Peace out. Yo, E. So you got um, you got some new kicks, right? Let me see. Yo, listen, Storm. Storm got me a present, and look. Oh, dude, it's so yeah. sick. Big oh, part, look, look, the Ewings. Yo. So, listen, I want I want to say something. To make you laugh, I'm gonna show you these things. So, uh, one of my favorite MCs is Big Pun, being Puerto Rican, love him. But look at these joints, those, ah, dude. Those are sick. <laughs> big Pun, look, yeah, baby, yeah, look. How I was dope just, is that? I was just how telling dope? you, there's, dude, they're awesome. I was just telling you before, um, how much I enjoyed my uh, black and purple Patrick Ewings in. Uh, Sixth, yeah. uh, it might have been sixth or seventh grade, man. I begged for them and I loved them so much. I, I got to get another pair you, of them, you know. Yeah, listen, you know, I, I'll make you, I'll make you laugh right now. You know that that 
every hardcore kid in the world, like New York, where Ewing's, because I rock Ewing's. Yep. I rock Ewing's. So basically, I hit up guys, the guys from you know, Ewing Athletics on um, Instagram. Instagram. I was like, yo, what's up? Blah, blah. So pictures, they're like, oh, yeah, cool. And I was like, yo, what's up? You know, like, Oh, like, really? <laughs> but basically, they 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 they, they, they you know, they're all hip hop kids, but basically, they don't know that that you know that I influence so many motherfucking kids all over the world, Europe, and all these kids. They wear yours because of me, not That's because cool. of fucking hip hop dudes. So did they, they give you free you know? shit or no? No, those niggas like give Man. me shit. I'm like, See, yo, yo, yo you, hold on, you know what? They're for saying they look, 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 they, 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 I'm not trying to hate, but no, yo, I'm gonna they, say, they, 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 they God, something. Listen, yeah. I'm gonna say this. Ewing Athletics, if you're listening or anybody that listens, research they don't know. who Danny... They, I'm saying, though, research who you are. It's totally worth the yeah, couple they, they were like, yeah, whatever. I was like, just in hip-hop culture, graffiti, and fucking street culture, <laughs> you know, it's like, I listen, I, I, this should be a Danny Diablo Ewing with my devil logo. Well, How tough would that be? I'm saying, why don't they, uh, you know... I don't know, but I, I, I hope to have love for the guys. That's what I'm saying. All right. <laughs> What's so up, Ewing? Hit me up. Hit me up. You got like my, I said, you know my Instagram. There's got to be somebody we know that can get us to Ewing Athletics. So. Right. Let me see what I might even be Shout out to Patrick Ewing, because I love Patrick <laughs> Ewing. I'm a big Nick fan in the world. So, you know I mean? so everyone knows that Patrick Ewing, I love Ewing. And there's a, 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 I don't know who I look my, my favorite basketball player ever. Is Dominique Wilkins. You know, everyone loves Jordan. This, but Dominique Wilkins, we, Bird, Jordan, Dominique Wilkins are three illness. You know, That's dope. Out, anything. So I don't want to hear anything from all this guy that is uh, <laughs> from my generation. You know? All right. And we're back with our second guest tonight. And I'm really excited for this one. So uh, everybody, please give it up for the one and only Armand, who you know from Sick of It All. Yeah. What's up, guys? Dude, Armand, how have you been? Man? Thanks for joining us tonight. We're really excited to have you. Pretty man. good. Thank you, thank you. Appreciate it. Thanks you, for the invite. Are you? Uh, <laughs> have you been? Uh, are you on uh, in New York, staying home during the the quarantine? Yeah, we're just uh, you know hanging in there. Uh, just you know, it's been boring, but uh, at least I've you know got a chance to exercise and be disciplined with what I eat and all that. The road takes all of that away, you know. So uh, it's kind of tough. Sometimes I get home from tour and I'm like. You know, twenty pounds heavier. <laughs> <laughs> and, and you guys had a, a a lot of stuff planned. Uh, yeah, this, for we, this we were year. supposed to go on a road tour. Right, you guys were supposed yeah, to go on tour. Tr- Talk a little bit about that, uh, Ian. Seriously, that's like it's like a messed up aspect of uh, of what this whole COVID thing did. It was it, it took the tour that Danny and I had planned together, <laughs> and you know, shit canned it, or or at least yeah. postponed it for a year. That's what they're yeah. saying. Which sucks because I got to see, I got to catch you guys at uh, Bowery Electric with you, with you guys in AF at that that show, and it was fucking uh, awesome, man. And I was like, man, that tour is gonna be so sick. And I feel like, I feel like we jinxed it for saying we were looking forward to it so much, you know? No, you know, oh, you, did, you, did, you did, you did, we didn't jinx it. It's the New York hardcore curse. It happens all the time. <laughs> <laughs> any, any any band that belongs to New York hardcore has someone in anything at one strain. It, 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 shit. Like, 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 happens to happens to all, it happens, it, it, it happens to H2O, happens to fucking it, it, quicksand, it happens to, happens to everyone. Like, like, like I, I'm gonna, it happened to me like three times. It's like, a very I like, consistent, I got, uh, Parker, I got signed by Ransom, and I was like, Mayday, Mayday, Mayday. 
it's a very consistent theme on our show to talk about that that curse we've actually uh that curse we've actually pointed it out a couple times uh danny has has mapped it out uh specifically everyone 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 they try to escape it but it always comes back but the one cool, the one cool thing that did come out of this, uh, before we jump into the, a bunch of other stuff, is that that sick of all did get to do a new video, which was a really cool concept. You guys involved the fans um, for this new video for Bulls Anthem, which was really, yeah, it was, it was really cool. Tell us a I got to give that. it up to uh, the guy Jerry Farley that uh, engineered uh, our last record. Uh, it was his idea. You know, he just like proposed it because he was going to be involved in making that video even when it was going to be a regular video. And, uh, you know, he was coming up, he was helping us out with it, you know, cause he's been like uh, a real help throughout this whole last few years of the band, like, That's you know, cool. engineering our records and like producing our record, uh, you know, the last one that we did. And, uh, it's good to have a guy like that because he's, you know, he's not a member of the band. So it kind of takes the, like the personal aspect away from whatever his ideas are. Right. So yeah. nobody in the band thinks like, Oh, this is like his idea. So, you know, I'm going to be against it just based on that. You know what I mean? <laughs> he's like, he's a perpetual middleman, you know, which is great for a band that's been around for 33 years. You know, it's great to have a guy that we can all look to. And, you know, he kind of takes everybody's opinions in and then, flips it and makes it proposed to everybody in a, in a new light and everybody's on board. Everybody's yeah, on board it, instantly. You know, it gets, it gets, it gets, sometimes it gets crazy with a band, especially when guys have history for so long, because it'll be like two different sections. People you know, team up and you're like, fuck, you really like, it's like, it's always going to have a, an outside guy. to like, talk Yeah, about exactly. Him. Yeah, totally. And, and he smoothed out so many different things like throughout the whole creation of the last record and now to get him on board with a new video um you know he was like you know why don't we do this and i, I don't think we're the first band to do it i know that uh bad cop bad cop uh did a similar thing just a couple of weeks before we released ours so you know there was that but um uh at least you know we got a lot of people to participate i think it was, yeah, it was like really it was cool. pretty pretty worldwide you know, like I think everybody submitted shit from wherever they lived and, uh, you know, whatever time zone they were in and they were able to submit it. And like we were able to include like I think it was like 200 different people or something like that. I, was got, I got to so, say it was ooh, one of the most organized uh, from a from a person who's worked on a technical end of stuff. It was super organized and actually used oh, yeah. I used that example for a project I was working for another artist. And I said, well, listen, look at how sick has it where they're taking their submission so i thought that it was presented really well man um so yeah the video yeah, is super worked cool. out, out i think oh go ahead yeah, yeah and uh, i was you know that's why uh i figured i would get this backdrop you know to uh do the video <laughs> uh, you know to do this interview and because it's all set up for the video you see all the, the little colored lights and the stick of it all banner and everything it's like i got this whole basement like all decked out now so that's i might cool, as well man. make it my 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 interview background Oh, slash, slash, slash beer garden? Yeah, well, you know, I got my, uh, my little drink right here. <laughs> my little friend. Keep me company. You know, so Besides crazy, you I'm guys. Like, What's it's that? It's so crazy because I, when, when I was younger, I never used to see you even drink. But now you're like, I see you like, they're drinking beers out there. 
You know what's crazy is the fact that I didn't really even discover how much I loved beer until I moved to Wisconsin. And that was when I was and that was I I didn't discover how much I loved beer until until I moved to Wisconsin, which was like I, I was already like 35, 36 years old. So it, I was a late bloomer, you know, and but, yeah. And, and at that point, I was just like, holy shit, there's this like amazing world of beer out there. <laughs> I mean, because I the only beer that I ever really had was like the good beer in Europe and the crap beer in the States. And that was yeah. it. You know, Midwest, and Midwest, I never, Midwest, Midwest. Yeah. Midwest was like key, like uh, kind of like uh, they, they had. Of their finger on the whole like European beer scene, like even yeah. before, um, well, I mean, you know, the the whole American craft movement had already started, but it, it hadn't exploded like it has now. It, it, so a, yeah, Milwaukee has a lot, of, a lot of German German blood in there. So anyway, oh like yeah, yeah, Milwaukee, Minnesota, stuff like that. They they um, yeah, they have all the stuff. But, my record company, Force Five Records, I'm signed to is from Milwaukee, Wisconsin. So, like, I'm oh, out yeah? there all the fucking time. Nice. That's yeah. why I, I lived uh, in Wabatosa. It was like a little neighborhood surrounded by the city of Milwaukee. So, uh, I, yeah, I, I'm familiar with the city now. Yeah, but it's crazy. I, I go out there. I go out there like at least four times a year. The craft beer nice. scene too is almost like the record collecting scene because they like line up to collect like certain cans from different breweries and different oh, releases, yeah. and it's really crazy it how nuts. similar it is, like yeah, to uh, nuts. to yeah. our culture, you know, yeah, in it, our scene. It, it, yeah, it's a hobby, you know. It's like uh, you know, once you <laughs> once you're like sucked into it, then next thing you know, it's like basically all you're spent. You, the only thing you spend your money on. Have you guys? You know? Have you guys done a brew before? I know you. Got, I know there's a sick of it all hot sauce, but have you ever done a brew? Have there been a sick of it all brew yet? We haven't. There, there was one late, um, brand. Uh, I forgot the name of the brand. It was a, a, a place out in France, uh, in Limoges, in France, that did a beer for us, but. It, they hadn't even like contacted us or anything like that. They just made a sick of it all beer That's cool. and made it. Ava- they they made it like available at our show that we played in Limoges, just a one off, you know. Yeah. So, but it was it was a tasty beer, very good amber, you know. And uh, I still have a couple of bottles of it. Uh, they're they're cool. like all numbered. That's cool. Yeah, That's the ones cool. that they gave us were all numbered and everything. So. Uh, I got, um, you know, that's the only beer that I've seen that, like, had the name Sick of It All attached to it. We're in talks with one brewery right now about uh, doing a, a Sick of It All beer. That's so cool. hopefully that's that will awesome. come together. Yeah, it's, it's, it's just kind of tough because of this whole COVID thing, you know? Yeah. Like, we can't just get together uh, as easily as, as we want. And I'd like to be involved in the whole process. I want to, I want to do it like soup to nuts you know what i mean i want to be there like you know stirring the shit up and like you know just like actually work on the beer myself with a guy telling me what to do because i've never made beer (laughs) yeah that's awesome no why why why, why don't you bring bring craig with you (laughs) (laughs) you know you know what craig does he every time like because there's a lot of really really good beer upstate up yeah. where Craig has his farm. And, uh, you know, like, we go out up there pretty often, like, well, you know, back when, yeah. <laughs> pre-COVID. And, uh, Pre-COVID. We, do, we, we, we used to do, like, 
you know, beer tours with Craig. He was our designated driver, you know, so we didn't have to worry about how much we were drinking. <laughs> we were throwing back, and it was no problem because he's born again straight edge. So, we, you for know, real? there's no, no issue there. Yeah, yeah, he has been for, whoa, two, 2003, I think, whoa, was the last awesome. time what? he was intoxicated in any way. That's uh, awesome. Sure. Yeah. So he's I been doing it for a while. <laughs> a straight edge Zach, I don't know. Yo, listen, listen, listen. Hold on. We, we got, you know what we got to talk about, Armand, right? Pizza? Pizza, bro. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Hey, yo, check out my shirt. I, I'm repping uh, Brooklyn tonight. I got the Totono's uh, <laughs> shirt on. <laughs> oh, yeah, Totono's Tony huh? Island. Oh. Well, you know, I, I don't have any Queens uh, pizza t-shirts. <laughs> <laughs> all, 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 I, all I have is Brooklyn and I got um, uh, Connecticut. I, got, I was going to say, I got... Jay, you're, you're, you're from Connecticut, right? Yep, I was going to say, I'm gonna, I was going to ask you what uh, what your opinion was. I, I'm just right outside New Haven, too, man. Yo, so my, there's... My, boy, my, oh, boy Grizz, my boy Grizz has a... Uh, my boy Grizz, remember Grizz? Yeah. He has a, 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 a two pizzerias in Connecticut. Yeah, I mean, my, my spots in Connecticut, Armand, next time you, well, when hopefully when COVID kicks, I, I want to bring Sick of It All to, back to New Haven. We have this great venue called the State House that, that Sick of It All needs to play. And it's actually right down the street uh, from Modern Pizza and Peppy's and Sally's. Oh, wow. So I want to bring Sick of It All yeah, there. And, yeah, then, yeah. and then that way you, me, and Craig can kind of just walk around the block and stuff our faces there. But I, do, do you have a Connecticut I, I've place you like? I've been to all three. Oh, which yeah, do you? Yeah, I've been to all three. I didn't. <laughs> have the greatest time at modern see the good thing for me is the fact that i'm up in westchester county so oh, yeah, there's, yeah. A there's a Peppy's. frank peppy yep. location in yonkers yep. so, you know it's not far from where i live so i can how is and, that one? Uh, and to be uh, actually it's like it's one of my favorites like yeah. uh the only other one that i would say comes close because new haven to me it wasn't that it was always a little bit too burned. I, I agree. A little bit too much Pe- of that pe- char. People, um, when I tell people but, I don't really go to, to Pepe's, they look at me like I'm crazy because I prefer Zuparties in West oh, Haven. Oh, Zuparties is great. Oh, dude, that's Yeah, great. I love Zuparties. And then my favorite. I, I, oh, wait. You're right. I got a t-shirt from them. Yeah, so. Zuparties. But I, I got to say, Armand, when, uh, my favorite, though, is, is a place in Milford, Connecticut, which is, my home, which is where I live now. Uh, oh, Frank, wait, wait, wait. Little Rendezvous. I haven't been. No. <laughs> Uh, no, no Fra- <laughs> Franco's Franco's Pizza though. I'm gonna. I gotta take you. I had mentioned to Craig. I mean, that's that's the the guy closes down for a month to go to Italy and shit. Like true old school. Oh wow. Um, but yeah, maybe yeah, there's some great pizza here. Listen, all I had to say, all I had to say, is Dan's Pizzeria at Kew Gardens, bro. <laughs> yo, Dan's Pizza. Yo, uh, uh, Craig and fucking Jay the bus driver can talk all that Amari shit. And Amari's is good. Uh, it is good. No yeah. Have yeah, it. yeah. Yo, yeah, Rose's I gotta, pizza, I gotta try this place, man. Carlos Pizza, oh, oh in Queens back in the day, it'd be Carlos Pizza. Um, um oh, yeah. Jamaica, Winham in Jamaica, right there over the J train. Carlos, it was I, so amazing. But now, Rose's Pizzeria, a '69. Rose's is great, man. Was great. I, I love Danny's Rose's pizzeria. Sicilian is on point. Danny's I, Pizzeria I love is the dope. My boy Sabri owns it. Shout to Coopy, the Albanians. Go to Danny's <laughs> Yo, so Armand, let me stay on this pizza thing for a second, only because because you have toured literally everywhere. What's what's yeah. the worst? What's the worst example of a pizza you've had or given to presented to you? I mean, there's got to been something. I, where I, just... Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the, I, I would say it was in the Philippines. <laughs> uh, one time, yeah, like, 
But it it was uh, not even on tour. It was when I was there on vacation, and I got this one pizza that was served up. I mean, I took. Yeah, I ha- must have the picture of it saved somewhere. It was just, like you couldn't even like almost recognize it as a pizza. It was that. It was that stupid oh, looking, you know. <laughs> like yeah. <laughs> so they they got it wrong in a lot of ways, and they also kind of I think they they serve up a side of ketchup that you could dip oh. the pizza in. So Filipino pizza is a little way to go before it's like you know i mean there was one place that that was okay on my whole experience there but it was owned by a swiss guy that switzerland borders with italy so it's like you know you kind of get why that's the worst that's the worst board in the world <laughs> motherfucker, those motherfuckers strip search me every single time oh no way All get the, the fuck out of here they always say the same thing um uh, we're just doing this, you know, by chance. <laughs> oh yeah, it was yeah, random. Right. Yeah, I got a yeah. red flag out there for some reason. They, they, get, they get me, bro. <laughs> right. <laughs> hey Armand, I, I want to ask they, you. I want to ask you about about this record. Oh. Oh wow! Look at that. Oh, so, oh that's the uh, that's the one that we sold at the uh, 2017 just for that one show, right? Yeah, man. Yeah. Well, Yo, that's, I'm getting that tattooed on me. Come on, t- tell Go me on. some memories about that record, oh, man. I want that guy on tattoo on me. <laughs> what do you so think about that record that when you see it? That record's uh, a little moment in time where everything kind of worked for Rest in Peace. It's like every recording that we did before it and the recording that we did after it, nothing came together like that record. That record was the one moment where Rest in Peace sounded like a band, sounded like we should, and everything was like powerful and it was uh cohesive and we gelled you know what i mean who's who's the musicians it was that was before craig joined so it was josh barker on bass al brand on drums and rob echeverria on guitar so it was just like it uh and you know uh that, that record reminds me of the fact that like as much as i love craig and you know we we brought him into the band. I, I, I you know, thinking back, I, I really regret that. That's like the one thing of my whole like musical career that I really regret is like kicking uh, Josh out of the out of rest in pieces because he was like such he was such a because he was like a founding member of the band, and then I come in and I'm like trying to like you know, change the whole thing, and I, I just fucked it all up. Listen, this is crazy, because as getting older, that's, 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 that, that took a lot to say. That's just very, yeah. very cool to say that. <laughs> no, you know, it's, think about that. No, like, 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 but I, I've, I've recognized it for a long time, because uh, people at, have asked me, like, what's your biggest regret, you know? And it's always that. It's always, like, the fact that I kicked this guy out of, Wait, his own band. Craig, so basically, your biggest regret ever is bringing Craig into your life and playing music. <laughs> <laughs> well, Craig, yeah. <laughs> oh, a, a, a little part of it. A little part of it. <laughs> Otherwise, I could take Craig all day. You know. <laughs> Craig was even actually, he played a couple of shows, two shows yeah. with Rest in Pieces as a rhythm guitarist. 
Whoa, what? that's crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, man, he played cool. Seabees. He played Seabees, and he played the, the Pyramid Club with Rest in Pieces as a rhythm guitarist. When we played Seabees with him on guitar, there was yeah. like – it was about halfway through the show, and he realized that he had never switched the uh, standby switch off. So he was just like standing up there playing with no sound. No sound. I, I see. I see you no guys sound. play. I see you guys play with uh, a Sundance, I think, Long Island. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That was where the the pictures from uh, Under My Skin were taken. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I went. I went. I went with Alvarez and Mike Scorsese. Okay. That's nice. crazy. That's cool. Yeah, that record yeah, is those... so that record is so cool, and it's special to so many people that I know. When you guys decided to do the reunion uh, show at the Black and Blue Bowl in 2017, man, everybody was so psyched. Like, what was that like for you, Armand? Especially because most people are used to seeing you play drums, and you know yeah. and that whole role. And it was, I gotta say, man, for me as like a fan, it was cool. And you actually looked like you were having a really good time, um, which made it. Like, I a did lot of have fun, a you know? really good time. I did have a really good time. I do wish that the rehearsal that we had right before that i didn't like go get into it so much and kind of blow my voice out because i, I didn't go up there with 100 percent of my voice and, and that's always been an issue for me like even doing backup vocals i always like bellow and i yeah. blow yeah. my voice out i don't know how to control my voice in the right way so uh i you know i never learned that and um so it was that and i wish we could have had a, like one or two warm-up shows to understand, uh, yeah, to, yeah, you yeah, know, just just to kind of get the feel of it again, because it had been that, you know, it had been like a ridiculous amount of time since I had been a front man since, uh, well, I mean, you know, Danny, it was the first time him playing with us. Yeah. So, uh, but I think he did a great job. It was, and dude, it was, it was phenomenal. so cool. And, it was so fun yeah. to watch, man. And like I said, I got there, um, you know, really excited, got the record. Like, I, you know, I was excited, man. So it was, it was cool to watch. Um, that's sure. awesome. Uh, yeah. I, I just, like, like I said, I just wish we could have had like one or two warm up shows beforehand. Do you think, do you, do you want to do another record? Another pieces record? Don't Shit, mind. I don't. Maybe a single. <laughs> listen, 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 listen. You don't have to. Uh, you don't, remember, you do it with the real bass player. Get rid of Craig. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't. I burned that bridge, and that's one, that's one of the reasons. That's one of the reasons I feel so bad is because I, I literally burned that bridge so bad. He was like a, a close friend of mine. Damn. You know? And <laughs> I uh, once. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It is. Oh, it's it's a, re a real thing, man. And uh, and he like even even like ten years after that, you know, like I would see mutual friends and the uh they would come up to me and say like, Oh, by the way, Josh told me to tell you that you're a dick. <laughs> you know? Damn, so, I mean, so it was, it was like a real thing. And, no, and I'm sure there's, he's still, there's a lot, there's a lot of stuff. There's a lot of stuff. It's cool. He said that, that you said you, you realized that you were basically wrong for doing that. But I'm saying, but I, yeah. I, there's a lot of stuff in my life too, that, that I did. I think about like, I should have never done that. I feel bad. And, it's way worse than that. <laughs> 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 but, but, but there's a few things that I one day it'll be like, like, like it's, just, it's just crazy that the, the scene we have, all the weird people and all that, and the friendships, and sometimes we don't realize that that we can do something and it'll fuck someone up so bad. And to us, we're like, yeah, whatever. But it'll fuck them up and push them back. You mean? It's like, 
Oh, sorry, I, didn't, I was just thinking about my career. I didn't give a fuck about anything else. I was like, I guess yeah, and they'll, and they'll, and they'll never forgive you. No, no, it's yeah, like, that's that's how it is. Yeah, I mean, especially when I was the guy joining his band. You know? <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait till you see the fucking the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Armand, did you ever think? Oh, you did you, guys, did you ever think that you guys were going to do a reunion show, especially because, I mean, you're so busy with Sick of It All and everything you do. Did, was that like something you ever had been like, ah, you know, I'll do it? Or was it more come together because of Black and Blue? Or like, how did that idea really come come together? We, we had some people asking us for a while, you know, and I think Black and Blue was like the main reason, you know, because yep. they were yeah. the guys that were they, they were the guys that were most serious about it. You know, they were they actually had their. Their show every year for so long, it's like a, a, you know, it was like an established thing. And uh, for us to do one of those shows, we knew it was going to be way better than some like, you know, together. It it fit perfectly, man. It was one of those things like, again, just going back to that that 2017 lineup and seeing uh, you guys' name announced at that. That was one of those like you grab your phone, you're like holy fuck, like what the fuck, you know? And and then again, like you get in and, and you see the record and you're like, you know, you tech and your friends are like, no, it's sold out already, you know, kind of thing. Like, uh, so it was just, it was really cool, the excitement, man. So it was cool that you guys did that. Cool, thank you, man. Thank you. Thank you. Thank thank you. Or at least a single, you know, invite, invite Josh back in to do a single. Have Craig on the B side, have them each play the same song. I don't even know. I don't even, I wouldn't know how to get in touch with Josh. I don't know. (laughs) And uh, I, I, I actually ran into Al Brand, the old drummer, uh, a few years back at a Home Depot by my house, right? And uh, he was so different. He was like, he, you ever run into somebody that you knew from the early hardcore days and it, it's like they don't even know what oh. hardcore was? Yep. yep. No, yep. You, 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 listen, listen, you know what? They don't seem crazy about stuff like that. It's a, fra- a phase a- between like a techno parties and keggers for them. You know what bothers me the most when you bump into people and they pretend they have nothing to do hardcore. One time I was walking, right? I was walking. Oh no! So I saw a guy, a guy, a guy. He's going to Crown Thorn shows. So like the guy's be all my lyrics, all things. So he's dressed in a suit. His girl. He's, he goes. He's like, oh, what's up? I go, oh shit! I said, what's up? He goes. He's sitting down with his girl and went in a restaurant. Whenever I'm next to him, he goes, oh, he's a big fan of yours. He goes, his girlfriend, I used to be a big fan of this guy's music back then. And he goes, he turns to me and goes, are you still doing music? He tells me like that. Are you oh, still doing music? I hate that shit. I said, no, I'm a fucking podiatrist now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm right, I am nowhere. <laughs> fuck you think I am. Fucking asshole. You know what I mean? Like, you, you know, man. That's great. Yeah, I know. And, and that's, you know. It's, it's funny because you know Sick of It All's been together thirty three years, oh, thirty four years now. Yeah, which is but, so uh, impressive. Yep, yeah. and, and even back in like the like the late nineties, we had people asking us, "You guys still playing?" You know, it's like <laughs> holy shit. It's like okay, yeah, we, it's, it's, it's condescending because it's like. It's like, yo, this, this is my life. It, you, you think I wanted my life to be this? Well, you think you... I wanted to do hard <laughs> You think I want to be in a fucking band? Well, and you know what, too? Kind of like... It's what I fucking do. It, it like, it yeah. almost, too, like, it devalues, like, what we do. Because in a lot of ways, it's like, yo, man, not a lot of fucking people can go play 
I mean, like I said, we uh, I've said this a bunch of times. We toured with Sick of It All in Europe, and those were the fucking biggest shows we've ever played. And it's like, dude, to maintain a legacy like that for 33 years and just doing shit yeah. where it's still relevant, it's like, yo, that's fucking – that's harder to do than a fucking job. You know what I mean? Like, honestly. Um, yo, so, they, 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 they've, been, they've been on top of everything longer than – then fucking like nations been uh, uh, <laughs> ruling people. You know what I mean? Right? Like, 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 it's too late. You know what I mean? Like, just see, wall crumbles down. Wall's still there. Nothing. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's true. I mean, it's it's been a. I mean, it, it's crazy. I, I hate to actually hear the math when people do the math and they <laughs> they figure out like like oh I bet the first time I saw you was this year and they tell me how long ago it was. I'm like, I don't even want to hear that. It's just like, <laughs> I, I, how about it's too how long about now. I don't want to hear that. <laughs> how about Armand? How about this? When, 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 before I even went, before the only time before I met you, Armand, and the only few places I've been in my whole life. There's two places. I, I went, I went to Rhode Island with my mother and father. My father drove Rhode <laughs> I Island love that like story. 1976 <laughs> to see the first synagogue. My mom's gonna see it with a Portuguese city on mine. I remember cornfields. Now I'm saying the second place I only been to out in Queens was uh-huh. Puerto Rico, right? Okay. Besides that, the only, you took me across the United States. I don't need. Yeah, I want to. Oh, all right. The yeah. reason why I left Queens. So listen, Boy, let's talk. Awesome. Okay, so let's that, Armand, that, let's talk about awesome. that. What are you? What do you? Rem, what are some of your first memories of that? Oh, <laughs> that tour. <laughs> And that Isaac. tour was it, it. It actually started off crazy because uh, the very first show we 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 got there so late that Biohazard had already played, yes. and it was a snowstorm that was coming down like crazy between New York that. and, and uh, New Hampshire. New Hampshire wow. was the first show, and uh, we drove up there and it was you know, typical sick of it all. Like the whole tour, we were late. <laughs> like uh, you know. <laughs> Biohazard was so upset with us all the time because we were never there on time. We always showed up like we we hardly ever sound checked, you know. <laughs> and uh, it was just like one of those things where we were doing our own thing and they were like trying to be like a real band. <laughs> and, uh, we, were, <laughs> we didn't quite meet their expectations, you know, like being professional. Uh, but that was early, early on. Like so, but anyway, so we get there and it was like it was like two hours after biohazard finished playing but there was still like a ton of people that stayed there waiting for us yeah and uh so we got there we threw our shit up on stage and we played a great show and that was the way it started and then uh you know the the whole rest of the tour was just it was a shit ton of fun because like i said you know we were just doing our thing taking our time always taking the scenic route we were like (laughs) you know uh Never looking to be super punctual. Never looking yeah. to be super responsible. We were just doing, <laughs> uh, like having a a, a fun tour. Oh, yeah. we, what um, album were you guys we on for so that? So much fun in that band. You know, listen. That that first of all, in the band, listen to music, Chanel, Connor, and all. But then we we would go off by each other. Like Toby would just like it would be the funniest thing in the world. It was like a lot of entertainment on that tour. Having Toby and Isaac on that tour was like just pure <laughs> entertainment. They would just like like constantly fuck with each other and it was just the classic. It was just great. What album, <laughs> what album were you guys on for that, Armand? Oh, that was Just Look Around. 
Awesome. So, yeah, er, early 93. Dress Like Round came out, like, maybe, I don't know, four months before that or something like that. Or not even. Yeah. yeah it, was, it, it was, like, very soon after. Yeah. I, got, I want to say thank you so much, Armand. I haven't been, like, it wasn't for you guys. Listen, I wasn't even doing music. Think about it. I was like. Yeah, I know. That was, like, before you were in the band. Is that, that, I was, like, I, I was in the Same with life, Toby. Oh, yeah. yeah, same, well, same with Toby. You, you guys started like right around the same time. Yeah, and yeah. it's funny too because you you had just sent you had just said something before about how you know you uh, guys would be late and stuff. But now you, for people who don't know, you manage sick of it all and do a lot of the stuff like, yeah. behind the scenes stuff. So <laughs> it's it's kind of funny that that you know go from one to the other to to be the the, the, mo- the most responsible person. You know to. In that situation. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. <laughs> well, it, I, I don't know what it was. It, it was just like because I was doing a lot of the driving on that tour. I didn't do all of it, but I was doing a lot of it as I normally do. Yeah. And uh, I don't know. It, there, there were times where I looked at the map and I thought about what we could see versus what the most direct yep. route would be. The map, I, like for we have yo, an for atlas. Sure. Yeah, we have a map. An yeah, atlas, right? Maps. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. We had a roll out. Did, did, I, did I drive? But like, you drove, I no, think, I twice on that whole tour, <laughs> and we were just like, "Yo," I was like, "I can't rest." Yo, let me take over. It I again. can't picture that. <laughs> I can't picture Ezek driving. <laughs> that that did happen. It happened like twice, I think. Jerry was the guy that oh, uh, Jerry. that actually took over. Jerry, <laughs> this guy, remember, this guy uh, from uh, got, New Jersey, got punched in the face. In uh, Arizona, I, I, yeah, 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 and, and <laughs> he hit that guy with the the beer pitcher. Remember yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I remember he, he threw it across the room, and it was totally quiet. Like the whole brawl had stopped for a it's moment, not, yeah. and 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 this guy was like talking shit to him, and Jerry just took a beer pitcher and threw it. It was complete silence, and we just heard like. Oh, <laughs> it's like this fucking incredible sound. The pitcher hitting the guy's head is great. Oh, but that, that, that was the, yeah, that was like a Jerry moment that was like awesome on that tour. <laughs> That's so crazy, bro. That's yeah. awesome. But I mean, but in, in reality, it was like the hardcore scene at that point was so nuts. It was so crazy and so violent <laughs> that like, <laughs> It, it, like, it, was so, have, it was so crazy. It was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but but having Isaac and minus with uh, with Biohazard <laughs> was almost like having our own like private security force, you know? <laughs> <Because he's... laughs> yo, we, yo, we were. We, we, like, I was so young. I, all I care about was like seeing world fucking with Craig. These guys making jokes. They would they would put me and Craig against each other all the time. So. But the thing was, like, I love these guys. I mean, like, the, the people, we'd be, like, some redneck place, and the guy would be, like, talking shit to Lou. I remember one time, I was like, you remember the hillbilly? I was like, I took him outside. Let's go. Which night? I mean, that that's like, it sounds like every single night. <laughs> oh, man. Literally, literally every single night. <laughs> uh, Sorry about that. <laughs> I love that. 
It's all right. Hey, 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 there were no arrests. There were no arrests. No <laughs> oh, imagine got now. Sent to the hospital. Oh. You know? <laughs> imagine, yeah, imagine now with all the cell phones and shit, huh? Cell phone will be right. right in the house. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. There's a few, yeah. there's a few like, bad ones. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, ooh. seriously. I mean, that, that, that Phoenix show, you know, like, the, there were shows that we played in Phoenix probably, like, five years after that where we had to make sure that security walked us in and security walked us out because all of all of those same people were still making threats against the show yeah so you know it was still like a problem it was a problem for a while but then i guess at a certain point it all mellowed out i guess they got too old to fuck with hardcore (laughs) Oh, oh, those next. guys are still doing that music. <laughs> <You know>? <laughs> <laughs> hey, Armand, so I, I have a question for you. Um, so obviously, like, you know, us as listeners have our favorite song, uh, Sick of It All songs to listen to. Is there one as a drummer that you like to play? Like, that's just to you. Doesn't that necessarily have to be like a, a fan favorite per se? But in a drummer's perspective, man, like uh, this one's uh, related to my, my boy Hoof. Shout out Hoof who's a fan of your drum and so I, I wanted to ask that question just see if there was a, one you really enjoyed playing oh old school stuff i would say injustice system you oh, know yeah. just because yeah. it has it has like that has like that uh double bass uh, uh it was like the fake double bass beat that i that i came up with my by myself you know i just like uh yeah i just like invented a double bass beat and uh it was off of the floor tom and it worked and I was just like, holy shit, this sounds good. Uh, you know, and like ever since then, I've un- enjoyed playing that song. Not first, for some reason. I have brain farts if I do it first. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, but, uh, but, and then out of the new stuff, I really like playing uh, that song, Inner Vision, which is like, uh, it's like really kind of old school, kind of discharge slash exploited style song, which so you, Craig wrote. Do you prefer to play f- fast? Last beat type stuff like that kind of um, stuff, or I, it, it's more comfortable because you don't have to worry so much about the groove, and you don't have to worry so much about the pocket. You just let shit like fly out of you with abandon, and that's what that's the way sick of it all. I think sounds best is when we're just doing shit like, and it's just a hundred percent like you know full throttle as yeah, opposed yeah, to yeah, yeah. like being controlled and like you know really concentrating on the groove or the, or the anything like that, you know? Yep. So, you know, as, as far as that goes, I would say, and, and, you know, the other guys in the band always play so ahead of the beat that really? it's, it's, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, like for us to play slow stuff live, it, it's kind of, it, sometimes it sounds kind of weird because those guys, are, they're always rushing it so much. Yeah. That, that, that uh, live, it, you know, like I, I, yeah, exactly. So, I mean, it happens anyway, but even in the studio, you know, it's like oh. uh, they just have, they, they have a tendency to be so, you know, urgent with their delivery that it's just, uh, it's, it's just that way. So we, as a, as a band, I think we sound better playing like blistering speed. Right. You know what? Like, every time I saw the Ramones play, it would be like so much fucking faster. I'd be like, what the fuck is going on? Like, like, yeah. <laughs> I want to ask you a question. Your, your top three drummers. Oh, top three drummers. <laughs> um, and you know what, too? I had promised Armand I wasn't going to put him on the spot with any f- top list. So I got to apologize to oh, you. Sorry, oh, no, 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 that's all right. That's all right. No, that's fine. I, I, yeah, as far as yeah, I'm going to look at it, not so much from 
drumming perspective, but from just who influenced me the most. Yeah, so that's and I'm going to no, go. No, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to say Rat Scabies from The Damned. And right. uh, let me see. Uh, Clive Burr from Iron Maiden. All right. And, that's dope. and then uh, Jackie. Uh, Jackie. <laughs> Mackie Jason. Jackie. <laughs> Jackie. <laughs> Mackie. Mackie. Mackie Jason. Yeah, because, I mean, he's like, he was like the... He was the guy that taught everybody that came out of New York hardcore yeah. what drumming was all about. He was the guy that like everybody looked to because he was untouchable. Yeah, that's a dope. No, no, Phil Collins. I love Phil Collins. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> Every time I think Phil Collins playing the drums, I think of that uh, Mike Tyson scene and uh, the Hangover. Yeah. <laughs> 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 so, you know, sticking with the drum thing, Armand, too, just because you guys have recorded so many records and you've worked with a ton of different producers and studios. And I mean, man, you guys have done everything. Uh, is there a record that sticks out in your mind of one that you had a, either a really good time recording? Uh, you Didn't know... you do one overseas? Which one? Did you do oh, one we, overseas? We did, yeah, we did, based on a true story, we did that one in Denmark. But, cool. see, I know the shit. Yeah, but you know what though? It wasn't it wasn't like the right time of the year to really be there and enjoy it because it was like I think it was November that we were there, oh, so and we li we literally <laughs> we had no. It was cold, but we, the problem was we had like literally two or three hours of sunlight every day. Oh fuck! It's oh, fuck. it's so far north on the globe, and yeah. it was already almost you know the dead of winter that. Um, you know, we, we just, it was like nighttime all the time. So it it, it was kind of like, the, the atmosphere wasn't the best. If you were a black metal band, it'd be great. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I always, uh, I, I, I'd asked Craig, Craig had been on an episode back, and one of the, one of my, the record that always sticks out to me, just because I think the timing of it and, and the producer, you guys worked with Garth, who did Rage Against the Machines record. Yeah, yeah, um, and, and I was going to say, I was going to say, as far as like having a fun time making a record, I was going to say Built to Last, because not only uh, did we have a great time and actually learn to enjoy California, we actually learned how to enjoy L.A., because before yeah. that record, I didn't like L.A., and then leaving that place, I was just like, I like this place, you know, so it, 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 it you know, it grew on me. It, it took yeah. like a month, but it grew on me and I really liked it. Plus I met my, my wife out there. So, awesome. you know, oh, during, cool, during that recording, yeah, I actually met my wife there. So, you know, that is definitely my most fond, uh, memory as far as like, uh, putting an album together goes. That's it's cool. Dope. Yeah. I, I love the production on that record too. Um, that record, um, also, I think just for me has a special place. I worked at um, Strawberries, which was a retail music chain when the record came out, and I remember doing oh, that. Yeah, I, I did. Um, I remember requesting from East West posters, and I still have my poster. It was like this big live shot poster that cut into three things, and it was just so dope. And uh, oh, wow. yeah, it was just cool. Oh, hold, it was on, like, hold on, hold on, hold on. Look, Armand and I worked at Relative Records together also. Oh, all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I E, what do you remember about what yeah. do you remember about Armand back in those days? What do you guys remember about each other? Okay. Armand always was uh, 
like uh, when I first met him, he was a very like, like almost a standoffish, like 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 like, but all but like he's always assessed what's going on. <laughs> and when he spoke, he he when I start speaking to him, he would always make like make me laugh. Me and Hoyer, me and Hoyer used to go all, all the shows <laughs> and, and parties. We go to parties and they will be hanging out. And we'd be like, yo, what's up? We're like <laughs> young troublemakers. And then like, they knew Dave, Hoyer's brother Dave. So they used to hang out. But like BJ, BJ Pappas is the birthday parties. I remember like, we used to get all crazy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, those, are, those are some good parties, yeah. <laughs> BJ had great parties, yeah. Those are incredible. That <laughs> no, was crazy stuff. No, but like uh, as far as uh, uh, when I first, I, I first met uh, Isaac through Anthony. Uh, Anthony was yes. working in the. He was working in the warehouse, <laughs> and uh, and he was the guy that actually introduced us. And like because you know, it, uh, I was working in the office of office. the the record label. I was like an office guy, you know. And I worked and, uh, with, with, with Anthony and Petey Hines. Petey Hines was there, and and, and, and Smegma was there too. Mike Smegma. Oh no! Shit. Wait, really? Yeah, he worked in there too. It's a, a Vic oh. from uh, Reagan Youth too. Oh shit! That's, that's <laughs> crazy. It was crazy. I, I have a feel. I have a feeling like that maybe they came in after because I. I mean, Vic. I grew up kind of with Vic in a way. He took me to my first hardcore show. For real? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and I don't remember him there. Remember so there must that, have been some like respect. weird. I remember he he's from he's from by my St. John's University, right? He's from, from over there, right? Vic was from around Main Street, like yeah, uh, Street, like was, uh, ju- yeah, just a few blocks away from the train station and everything. Yeah. So, uh, but, but that's what that's where he was from. And but like his, his band was called Damage Case uh, before he was with uh, Nausea and all yeah. and all that. And yeah. uh, and I I wa- I worked a show that they played with Urban Waste. It was my first hardcore show, right? Oh, that's oh, cool. Sure. And this is. Back, back back when I still had long hair and I was like just a, a metal kid, I had never been. I, I I had heard hardcore. I was into hardcore, but I had never been to a show just out of like, I don't. I guess it was fear, you know. When I think back, yeah. and I think like, you know, it was like uh, yeah, because I I don't really. My brother had been to a few shows at that point, but I had never been. And uh, like, but my brother was telling me, oh, you shouldn't be afraid. Just just go." And for whatever reason, I didn't go. And uh. So I ended up teching for Vic's band and uh, just taking his equipment into this place. It was a, uh, it was some kind of disco on Queens Boulevard, right? And yeah. the most fucked up place to have a show because, like, <laughs> literally, it actually, it, it was like a, you had this mixed crowd of like Queens the Boulevard. people that were on Queens Boulevard, and it was like this mixed crowd of like actual Guidos. And hardcore people, <laughs> and the we, and you know, once once the pit started, everybody was like you know dancing and moving around. Yeah. All the Guidos were like you know like like you know trying to like strike these like kung fu poses, <laughs> like karate poses and shit, like getting ready for a fight, you know. And it was just like, what kind of combination of people is this? It was the most it was the most wrong. <laughs> place for me to have my there's, first there's hardcore a lot, show a lot of that happened in Queens. <laughs> yeah 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 that's true that's true but i mean and the cool thing is that they played with urban waste so i got to yeah. see urban waste at like a really early show it that's was uh, 80, yeah, 80, really 82 82 cool. oh, seeing shit. urban waste yeah Yo, that's so really uh cool. but yeah that was my first show 
And oh, it wasn't okay. until 83 that I went to my first CDs matinee to see Negative Approach. Oh, shit, all right. That's cool. Did yeah. Try? Dude, that's fucking yeah. awesome, man. Well, so Armand, <laughs> I think we've kept you for long enough, man. I want to thank you so much for for uh, for joining well, us. Well, it's, it's been, you know, I've, I've had a great time, so I appreciate it, guys. Thank you for coming yeah, down. Man, thank, thank you for thank being you honest, so brother. Much for coming thank you so, so much, Armand. So Armand, yeah, just before we let you go, where can everybody find you? Tell us a little bit about, obviously, the new Sick of It All video is on YouTube. I'll plug it here. You'll see it. Uh, Armand, where can yep. everybody catch up with you and Sick of It All and kind of tell us uh, – what you guys have coming out? I know there's some uh, new merch. Media. There's some new. Oh yeah, social, came out. social media. It's just Armand of it all on Instagram. That's how people can reach me, and I've been uh, I've been very available. You know, like uh, <laughs> <laughs> almost too available. There's some people that like punish me with like. There's sometimes like I, I look at my phone. There's like 20 photos yeah, yeah. somebody yeah. sent me. I'm like, you're what? telling me, bro. It's fucking crazy, right? Like, you know, they, 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 yeah, they talk nuts. to you like they know you. Like, yeah. Like, I think someone I know is like, look, if they ask me questions, I'm like, what the fuck? Like, what is this? Yeah. Yeah. So social media is a strange animal, but it is what it is. But I mean, I'm sure at some point in my life, all of those little relationships are going to like pay dividends. Yes. You know, like yes. it's going to be, they will. you know, for sure. Yes. That's what, I'm, that's what I'm hoping. So Armand of it all on Instagram is how people can reach me. Awesome, thank man. You. Well, thank you so much, Armand. I love you, brother. Yeah. Thank you, Armand. Love you, Thank you, everybody, for joining in for another episode of the Corona Chronicles. Uh, shout out thank to everybody signing up for the email list and YouTube. Keep subscribing. Uh, once again, thank you to Armand. Thank you to Jason, the Sin God, for joining us. Guys. Uh, shout out. Shout out to Lou. Shout out to Lou, Pete. Craig, Pete. Craig. All my all the guys, check out Ticket of All. Check out the latest Ticket of All record. Watch the videos, guys. Uh, and check us out, DiablosDenPodcast.com. Thank you very much. We'll talk to you all soon. Thank you, guys. The shit don't ever stop though. The niggas around my way, they call me fucking Chapo. I'm more like a Gestapo. Watch out for behind Got my homies down south, trapping in the bando. We got the best throw guys out the mercado. Spear out the fucking kitchen when I start cocinando.
favorite cigars. Eyes in my rear view, watching all these cars. In and out of traffic, taking Jamaica, exit right off the Van Wick. One wrong move, she can get definitely sick. Three days on the table, quarter chippy. For really, G's get spent. Are you really for real? Flipping that dope and coke. Doing my shows on that float. Sicking that dope to your ears. We been here. I just tell my niggas just sit right here. Shout to my boy, George Beer. He been laying up for years. She man, shit, tears. Blowing that opium in his atmosphere. Nigga, nigga. This is Aaron from No Simple Road. I'm inviting you to come hang out with Apple, Mel, and I as we talk with the musicians, artists, chefs, authors, and beyond from the world that turns us on. We're reaching into the improvisational music scene, the psychedelic culture, the festival world, and getting to know what makes the people tick that create those scenes. Come join us on the long, strange trip over at No Simple Road. 